Tuesday night, PBS premiered Chad, a show revolving around a not-so-typical teenager starting high school. I watched the first episode. You reviewed or looked at the reviews of the first episode. I have a confession to make. When I looked this show up to watch it, I saw on IMDb it had a 2, and I saw on Rotten Tomatoes it had a 100%, and then I clicked it, and it was very awkward. Wait, you mean the show? Yeah, I don't know if it... I didn't click onto the IMDb page to see if it actually right. had the 2, but it was well, we'll, a 2 out of 10 is we'll, we'll, the lowest score we'll I've ever seen. We'll definitely get into that, but All right. what's the good, the bad, and the ugly of this show? Um, so you have Nassim Padra playing a 14-year-old boy, and again, the word I would use to describe the show just in one term is awkward. And it's funny because there was an MTV show called Awkward mm-hmm. that dealt with a very similar premise, but instead of the kid pretending that they had had sex, it was about a kid who had had sex and who was trying to pretend that she hadn't. So it was kind of a reverse scenario. However, in that show, it was the, the character was more normal. The character was one that we could root for. In this one, Chad is is a nerd, but not a smart nerd. And I also heard that there were some complaints he was unlikable in the episode. Oh, he's he's unlikable. He's like, if you were to extract Napoleon Dynamite, like his character, and then take the kid from the middle, the youngest one, right. and then the two kids from Big Mouth, <laughs> Andrew <laughs> and Nick, the mayor, yeah. and you were to like blend that all up and then spit out a character, that's who Chad would be. And it's rated TVMA. Do you think that's part of the reason why they yeah, made was it, Chad so... Isn't like, TBS edgy? like a open... Net, like, can't you just watch it on TV? Like, it's... Usually. It, on the, MA, it seems like that But the thing be. is, this premiered late at night. It's around the 10 o'clock time slot, so I think they're trying to get away with a lot more. Like, I know around this time, they also kind of show Robot Chicken and anything else that's a little bit more edgy. Well, I think the thing that probably polarizes a lot of the audience to this show is the themes it deals with and how it sort of does it lightly. Because... First of all, the the type of bullies that we're talking about at this high school are not the typical jocks that you see sort of represented in Glee or any other mm-hmm. t- high school TV show. It's more like the finessed, um, I'm kind of cool, and if someone is annoying, then I'm just going to ignore them. Like, for instance, when he first gets to the school, someone's doing, like, the water bottle flip. Right. And he just walks up there and, like, smacks it trying to act cool and then realizes that's a really dumb move and keeps walking. Yeah, and so that's kind of the awkward thing that we're talking about. Yeah, but that's like the least awkward that it gets. Sometimes I had to pause it because I was like, ugh. You mentioned the water bottle flip. Uh, Does it seem like the references they use are a little outdated? No, not really. It wasn't like like they were trying to go for TikTok humor. Um, But Chad is very whiny and immature and very concerned about how he's perceived. And he's part of a Persian family, right? Yeah, so he's his real name's not Chad. Mm-hmm. Like, his real name is a very Middle Eastern-sounding name, and so he chose Chad, which is pretty stereotypical young white male. Like, if you look it up in Urban Dictionary, that's what yeah, comes up. Yeah, right, exactly. So that's why he's trying to be more American, and when his mom is dating what, what he hears is going to be another Muslim, he's like, how Muslim are they? Are they super Muslim? I don't like this at all. And then he finds out that uh, the guy is, like, a cool-looking, suave black guy. And he immediately, like, gravitates toward me. He's like, he should drive me to school. He should take me the... And it actually... The the character Ikrima was probably the best character when it came to comedic timing. Because Chad was playing the ridiculous character. He was playing the straight man. And he was just trying to 
be a nice to this kid. Mm-hmm. So he's driving him to school and then Chad's like, no, 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 pull up into the bus area and drop me right in front. And then he like pumps up the rap music and he's like, bye, Akrima. Like he's trying to make yeah, a big deal right. about it. It's also weird how quickly the sort of bullies become Chad's friend as soon as he says that he's had sex. Like they just accept it on face value. And throughout the episode, everybody's just like, oh man, he's cool. Like it works exactly how Chad would want it to, to the point that he actually gets with the one girl. And then he goes home and cries about it because (laughs) because he feels like it's been it's going too fast for him. It feels like he's in middle school. That's why I mean by very immature. Mm -hmm. At the very end, he's like, turn on my Fortnite lamp. You, it's also weird that Nassim Pedraw is 40 years old I, and playing this yeah, role. Yeah, <laughs> 39. And do you meet a character named Peter in this episode? Okay, so there's Nikki, who's his sister. There's Peter, who's his best friend. You have Denise, who has chronic fatigue syndrome, and she rides around in, like, a scooter. Um, and for a kid to have chronic fatigue syndrome, I, I don't know what they're going for there. Maybe humor value, but Probably. it's just very rare. And then you have the mom's boyfriend. You have Uncle Hamid, which lives with them as well. And he's kind of just up for anything. And then you have Marjorie, who was the one that he almost had sex with, but not really. <laughs> and yeah. she was playing like a goth girl, but she didn't look goth really at all. Like her hair wasn't black or anything. She just lived in a house and... Well, going back to Peter, Jake Ryan is his name, and he's from 8th grade, and as you mentioned, this show is a lot like Pen15, because he is, like, they have actual extras who are... I've seen 8th grade. Who do you play in 8th grade? I think you play the person, that the love interest, the one at the end. Oh, the one at the end, yeah, who, like, had that weird date with her? Right, yeah, exactly. But Nassim Pedrad, like you said, is 39, and does she do a good job playing the kid? Because there's been a lot of polarization um, in terms of how people perceive it. Well, what do you mean by that? I mean that in terms of the critical consensus, you're right, this has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. They say that the acting is good. They say that in the end, it's supposed to make you feel very awkward. In fact, Pedrad even said that. She said, this show is about my adolescence, and it's also gotten praise for its person culture. However, But how is it about her adolescence if she's taking it from the perspective as a guy? Like, I understand that there are similar themes that happen, but obviously the way that it's interpreted like it was funny how in awkward she didn't want to have anybody know that she had sex with anyone because it would be labeling her a slut well Well, in this case it would be trying to it would make him cool i think they're trying to in this like trying to exaggerate a little bit because nasim drop when she (laughs) was eight she she did try to change her name to nikki oh okay so so you mean more more on that right right exactly but people were saying because chad is racist like he's straight up as soon as he sees a crema or he's like yeah that that guy's cool like that's i know that's racist in in a more positive light than what you were used to but that's still racism and a lot of the times when you saw the youtube promos for this they had a lot of dislikes it does have uh, around a thousand reviews on imdb with a 2.5 rating this episode in general has about 5.1 and so There there were some typical things that you do see in shows that were represented here like odd things that wouldn't work in real high school for instance they take the short bus like, I don't know why any kid would be taking the short bus if they aren't part of the short bus yeah, crowd. Yeah. And then uh, never use a high school bathroom. Like, that was the first thing he did there. And who does that? Who uses the high school bathrooms? Did you use the high school bathrooms? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was just like a guarantee. Like, you just don't go well, in there. I think, I think every single high school bathroom is always used when you're talking about high school story. Like, it seems like a trademark almost. 
Yeah, I'm saying basically that it was one of the few typical high school things that they did in this show because it didn't really play it safe on most parts. Again, we live in an age where a lot of TV shows are geared towards like being very careful around sexual harassment or yeah. talking, taking it on completely. But this wasn't about the fact that he was sexually harassed or anything. It was more that he walked into a situation where he was expected to have sex and then just kind of... Just, had this weird existential crisis and freaked out. Would you say it was almost too lighthearted or playing it, like, too... It was just weird. And it also had the kid from um, The Mick, the one from What Hot American Summer, who's done so much, the red-haired dude. Yeah. And he was playing one of the cool kids and who would, like... One of the boys? Yeah, I mean, I called them bullies because... I think that's what they're supposed to be is like if they weren't his friends they would be people that were intimidating right yeah but again they were represented as fairly nice people like they were giving him gummies uh, like pop gummies mm -hmm. he didn't realize so he just starts stuffing them in his mouth and they were like whoa you're a pro and then in the ending shot he's just spitting them up and it's really gross yeah well I don't know how long it's gonna pass that he's one of the cool kids like he's he's not doing a very good job yeah well that I, I know Pedrod explained that she wanted to be the actor the main actress in this because um she saw Pen15 and was like that's the show well, I no, want to actually, do uh, we'll get to that in a second but it's because she explained that teenagers don't know what makes them funny so her being an adult she can bring a different perspective and specificity to it I mean it's fair but that kid is just so much to the extreme that like even a normal high schooler would watch that and be like no right yeah and, and this was actually made before pen 15 this show has been around for five years not the, the pilot. pilot not no not the pilot what ended up happening was fox uh she pitched the show they liked it they gave her the money to make the pilot and then they made a terrible pilot and <laughs> they made they made an awful pilot you know what's uh, crazy is how many shows get pitched to fox that end up on different networks like well, i was doing this research for the next show that we're doing which is i think uh, the kung fu show yeah, right. and that went to cw and that was originally a fox show that was supposed to be made there they tried two renditions of it didn't work and then they also tried other CW shows, like um, uh, other superhero shows. So I, I guess they just like they have good ideas, but then they can't follow through. Well, with this them. was made with Jason Weiner. That was the director who made the original pilot. And then Fox is like, no, well, you is know, that name familiar? What's he done? Uh, I'm not sure what he's done, but they fired him, and then they got Reese Darby, who's worked on documentary <laughs> I know who now. Reese Darby. Yeah. Is. <laughs> so they were. So they decided to make him direct it, and then TBS picked this up around the same time that TBS started to do live action shows, such as The Last OG with uh, Tracy Morgan, and also Miracle Workers. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of supposed to be, I guess, one of these really real starter shows for live action TBS shows until TBS kind of started to shy away from that. And I tried to see if the coronavirus had any kind of effect Impact. yeah on this show i couldn't find anything but i think that the scripts were so laid out that even if it did it didn't infect it that much so, okay so how long how many episodes are going to be in this, this is season? supposed to be 10 episodes tbs ordered 10 episodes from this season um but i saw one writer say that what they could have done because they didn't like um again the people who watch the show really didn't like nasim pedrad in the main role they should because she had her hands all over this she wrote produced and started this thing mm -hmm. they said she should have been in the show maybe the mom or someone but they should have uh, cast uh, like a persian um, actor or actress to see play that the sounds role. like it's like i want to be really pc about this but it feels like i didn't have as much a problem with her acting as i did with just it being super cringy well yeah but do you do you think that deserves the 2.5 that it has on imdb right now no, that was why I was so surprised. I was I saw this show as going to be super polarizing, but I thought it was because of the content. I thought it was because of the sex thing, 
where it was like usually well yeah they say that the plots the plot is just really really awkward kind of like you were saying and even though that's what she was going for they feel like it really was just them trying to push the boundaries and more trying to be shocking see that's where i i would almost agree and say well that if you want to criticize it that way then i'm completely i think that's fair territory to go after when you go after the casting and saying well she created it but i don't think she deserves to be the main character in it it's like Eh. well tbs tried <laughs> to care. really make that the main selling point i think like even one of the promos well for if the you show... think about it with snl uh, and i don't mean to cut you off too much but if you think about it with snl she did play a lot of guy characters yeah and that's why she felt like she would be prepared for this didn't role she even well. play ellen too i think and, at some points yeah like and justin bieber like she would just take the switch off between those two right and that's again that's why she thought that she would be like kind of right for the role more than someone else but they really tried to make that the main selling point at tbs like even one of the promotional videos was chad nasim padrad interviewing nasim padrad herself and even in that interview, he comes across like kind of like a jerk. Yeah, I mean, he is really like that Napoleon Dynamite, like, gosh, like, I don't like that type of uh, overreacting like to emotions, like trouble kind of expressing them. I don't know if you'd call Napoleon Dynamite an overreactor, but definitely one where he doesn't understand the so- social mechanisms. Right. And he's just constantly feeling not embarrassed, but kind of just needy. Well, that was a, a needy character. That was supposed to kind of be the point of uh, Nassim Padrad. Like she, that was what she was studying. Um, and Also, there was something weird. Like the mom's character does seem to be really young but i think they actually cast like her she her age is actually where it's supposed to be she just looks very young as an actress so it's one of those tv mom things yeah and people were also saying that like she doesn't look that much like a man like the, the, the oh no it's seen for draw yeah again you have to suspend suspend this uh reality or whatever yeah, but she had, but the but, pen 15 is the same thing well she would usually have like 45 minutes of hair and makeup but one of the reasons Jesus. that like pen 15 people say succeeds is because the show has a lot of heart to it yeah i see that because the two best friends work off each other and in this one it's more like a dynamic that you see in super fast where they're where uh um sorry chad is like kind of a jerk to his best friend he's sort of a jerk to his sister he's whiny to his mom and upset with his uncle a lot the first scene i forgot about this is that he's having a dentist appointment where they take off his braces and he starts lecturing his dentist about how long it took for his his teeth to get right and how bad a dentist he is so that's supposed is to nice to anyone in the show um except for the people that he wants to like him because it'll become more popular no not really and it's not that he's super nice to those people either he's just kind of uh, yeah he's not nice to anyone he's just more trying to fit in originally when i was doing research for this show i saw that it had 1.8 it has been going up um in the past couple of days and then i it got Bolter, trash bomb Bolter gave <laughs> a scathing review to it so i was like oh but like this what is... were they saying they were saying that he comes across as unlikable the jokes don't really work and that in the end even though it's trying to be something fresh and new it just fails completely it doesn't feel like a retread it does feel new so it feels like they're trying to do their own thing yes yeah, well, Chicago Sun-Times said that this is almost like if Michael Scott, we saw the early years of him. <laughs> sort of. Then... I can see how they get that because of the social inaccuracy of not understanding how to be cool. Then. But Michael Scott did have more heart. Like, you could tell when he talked to some people, he like he would get emotional and he would care about his employees yeah. in the end. Well, 
in the scene for Draw's character, it, it felt like very selfish. Yeah, they, and they gave it a three out of four. You were talking about what Vulture said. I have a quote right here. It says, it's tough spending time with a new TBS comedy, Chad, and it's entirely because hanging out with Chad is a real chore. Kind of mm-hmm. like it's almost I think the reason the people like young Sheldon is that even though he is kind of that personality that's stuck in, he's never going to be that emotional to, right. to anybody, hearts in the right place again this one doesn't have that but not every show needs to have a character characters can be mean but again then you have to be really funny yeah like like it's almost like you can have because it's always sunny there's no one to really root for in that show but it's just so (laughs) again you could say the characters have heart (laughs) yeah the first three episodes were given to critics to review and the hollywood reporter said that it it does show surprising depth and vulnerability does it show growth because i think so again this first episode had him almost retract back to his middle school self it's only it's only 20 minutes right i think it's like a half hour so they do they cover a lot of ground though because it seems like yeah it moved really fast because again he he entered high school he realized that no one was paying attention to him he started he walked down the hallway and just made a dick out of himself and then he just joins this conversation that this cool kid is having with these two girls and says i had sex to be, I had sex this this summer. To be fair, he, and it, so it was really really awkward. But then in the next scene, oh, everybody did he, was. Did he keep trying to push it in? Was it one of those jokes where? Yeah, no everybody was what, like, well, it wasn't a joke. It was more just like they were like, cool. And then he was like, continued like it was almost. It just got more and more awkward until the next scene where it was like all the dudes walked up to him and were like, cool man, you lost it. Like you lost your virginity. Yeah, I think they're also trying to show freshmen because he's fourteen. Yeah, I get that, but again, usually if a fourteen-year-old like him were to say that, we all sort of know someone who was just so socially awkward that they would make something up. You would know it. You would know it, and in, in, in it would just not go anywhere. It would yeah. just be one of those things where people would just sort of ignore him more. And, and I think that that's kind of, again, where the biggest stark divide is. Because I think critics are kind of used to the cringe humor, while the audience score for Ron Tomatoes is like a 25% as well, kind of mirroring the oh, IMDb okay. score. This did get a B on AV Club. I'm just kind of throwing as many reviews as I can in there to show that the critics like it, and to, to all the audience, it doesn't seem like they did. So in terms of season two, it's kind of a sketchy future for. It well, point. it was weird because when they brought the goth girl in and she was like, so we're the only two who know that once you've had sex, you have to have it so much more. <laughs> and so, like, it, it, I get that that was played for laughs, but it's also so weird in this day and age to have two people who are supposed to be like 14, 15 years old yeah. go, going that far. But and that's it's, A, it's TVMA, and B, Big Mouth does the same type of stuff. But not in live action. Yeah. Like, if, it, if Big Mouth was filmed with real characters, it would be... Hand. Well, some people were saying this should be an animated show because yeah. they were saying that it could that probably would, work be better. That'd be fair, and then she could play herself, and, and people yeah, wouldn't get mad. That's about exactly it. what people were talking about. So. Well, ten fifteen people did show up on Big Mouth. That's why I think the characters are sort of similar, and so I, I do see where people could argue that this show has been done before in a certain way right well i think that pen 15 almost helped it uh, get picked up but i think a lot of people also look at the plot and see what's happening and are almost accusing it almost unfairly of being like pen 15 and copying its structure it's not it's it's different enough the only thing you could argue about pen 15 being similar to this is that the main character seems like they should be playing younger because of their maturity level 
Well, I think that Pen15, they, no they are younger, right? Like, then, say three years from now, if the show got picked up for three seasons, this same character would be really... Like, it's odd now playing a 14-year-old and portraying them as so immature, but as a 17-year-old being played as this mature would be just insane. Yeah, and Pedrada even said that it was hard to pitch the show. It confused a lot of TV executives when she was trying to explain it. So I think that they're kind of... I, I'm still glad it exists. I mean, it's something different if you're... I don't even know how to recommend this one. <laughs> Just watch it, and as soon as you feel like you can't watch it anymore, turn it off. Because it doesn't. And know that you've gotten the full extent of it. But at least, like, watch so the first it, five so minutes. So is it a test to the audience almost, where it, like, keeps on outdoing itself? In terms of, like, cringiness? No, it doesn't get, like, worse and worse and worse. It just, it kind of remains at the same level. But you, to understand, to really get where the show is coming from, you do need to watch a few minutes. You can't just hear our review and really get a good That's sense of it. It's it's one of those weird shows where you can't describe it enough mm-hmm. and to, to really give it uh, Until you've seen it, yeah. So I think that... That's what I just said. All right. <laughs> we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.